Welcome, Motive family. This is Shaden here speaking to you, and I'm all by myself. So if you uh, want to turn the podcast off now, go ahead and uh, do so. If you don't like to just listen to when I talk, we had a great, great follow up from people from our last uh, podcast that Blake and I did on discipline and motivation. If you haven't listened to it, uh, I would. So if it's your first time by chance, then uh, welcome. And uh, a little bit about me, I'm Shaden. I'm a marriage and family therapist, but I don't usually introduce myself through that. I usually say that I'm a, I'm a relationship therapist who has specialized in anxiety, men's mental health, addiction, relationships. Marriage and family therapy is a bit misleading sometimes, even though that's my actual license. Uh, I do couples therapy. I don't do a ton, but I do couples therapy and, uh, and enjoy it too. And so glad to be here. And I have a lot of thoughts going through my mind. And I, I have this, I, I guess I have this impression right now to, to ask all of you that are listening to just slow down for a minute like right now, not in your life. I mean, yeah, slowing down in life is always good, but in this very moment to just slow down for a second and breathe and just take a breath and focus on, focus on the breath coming in through your nose and feel yourself relax a little bit. I have this, I have this feeling, this, uh, I feel like my thumb is on the pulse of the world in many ways. I'm not the I'm not definitely the authority of the world, but I feel like there if if you if if you had this spectrum of 0 to 100 and at 100 is where people are maybe in fight, flight or freeze. Okay, so let's just say the spectrum is stress and the the at 100 you're basically in fight, flight or freeze mode where you're you're not even in your you're not in your adult brain, you're not in your intelligent brain at all. You're really just in shutdown mode. And so if that's at 100, I know it's really hard to gauge, but on a daily basis, what number are you waking up to? And what are you doing about that? Because I I think all of us who are really trying in this world, who are really wanting to do better, wanting to help the world, we feel we feel the weight of it on our shoulders. We feel, we feel the, the sins of the world. We feel the, the stress of the world, the, the shame, even the insidious shame that's often being imposed upon people that, that claim a morality. And, and that's real. It's not uh, something that I, that I want to say, I believe in per se that it's good, but I'm saying that it's real. And, and so I've noticed that uh, this week, I had a day where I wasn't able to wake up and do a workout, and that day was way hard for me, and I realized that how much my workouts ground me and get me to a, maybe like a 30 or maybe even sometimes lower, where after the workout, I've expended a lot of, a lot of energy, and I've even felt a lot of pain, and, uh, and, 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 it's, and it's voluntary pain, and that pain is then released and then it's recovered and I feel refreshed and it's like I can show up in the day at a very low place. And I didn't used to do that. And I, and I want you to think about, maybe I'll go back to that in a second, but I, I want you to think about where you begin each of your days or on average. And if you continually are, are waking up 
at a, at a level that's pretty intense, you get, there's something that needs to change. And I'm not going to spend this podcast telling a bunch of hows. Uh, I do believe in meditation a ton. I believe in prayer as part of meditation as well, uh, and breathing and uh, letting your letting your soul, your spirit, be in control of your mind. You've heard me say that a lot if you've ever heard this podcast that you are not your mind, um, and so you you are to control your mind. But if you are not in charge of your mind, if you don't have the off button, then the, the mind will control you, and the mind is usually focused on preventing pain and fears and all those sorts of things so it's going to focus if you don't if you don't tell what to do it's going to focus on danger it's going to focus on things that are could harm you uh, rather than you voluntarily focusing on faith and focusing on things that would build you and take you into the into the purpose that you know you were born to fulfill and and so i've realized too in my life that when i'm not focused on my motive on my purpose that my mind can, it can go anywhere. It can shift, it can move because it's not anchored. It's not, the things that I'm doing are becoming task-based. They're very checklist approached and not in alignment with what I really, really have a purpose to do, which as you know, here at Motive, that's, that's one of the definitions of Motive is that it's it's this this deep focus and a, and a and a very higher a high focus as well of of why you wake up every day of of what that true why is which is why we spell it with a y and and so just take a minute and breathe and feel yourself relax breathe in through your nose exhale through your mouth and let yourself come down a little bit and and if you if you struggle so bad to come down um, know that there's help right? We, there, there's, there's so much help. And so let me, I want to talk to you, actually, I'm going to open up uh, about a bit of, uh, I guess, a chapter of my life. And I feel inspired to do that. And, and so about a year ago, uh, I was in a place that was just not great. If, if you know me, uh, then you know that I love athletics. If you don't know me, now you do. I, I grew up just give me a ball and I'll play with it. And I was really good at it and it was fun. And it was something that brought me a lot of purpose, even a lot of identity. And, and so being fit and being capable, being adequate, being physically capable to do things was, has just, it's never even been an, an, it's never been an effort. Like I haven't ever had to try that. And which is a blessing and, 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 but also a curse in disguise. Cause as many of you can probably relate, especially the men that I work with, you get into your 20s and maybe the the athletic side starts to die out while you're focusing on your career and education and your new family and all those sorts of things and and you start to really let yourself go and so uh, i i I remember when i got to auburn to for grad school you know it was 2010 and i think i weighed 200 pounds or 195 pounds and when i left auburn i probably weighed 215 pounds and and that was the beginning of me basically replacing a lot of my my health with a lack of health <laughs> with in my case with a lot of i would say what i think is fat and uh and a heart that was probably very weak and and then the discipline in order to fall that far from me it was actually a matter of giving up so much discipline and so for the next 10 years i've sat in a chair even longer than that right 
12 years, sat in a chair, helping others, loving and, and, and trying to fulfill my purpose and finding out what my purpose is too. And, but sitting in a chair every day and listening to a lot of intense stuff and absorbing a lot of really difficult emotion and stories and pain and, and then go home and be a dad and be a husband and, and then do it all over again. And last year it caught up with me and it caught up with me really, really hard. And, and the moment that really hit me was, uh, when my, my brother-in-law, Ronnie, uh, passed away from a heart attack suddenly last uh, year and a half ago. He passed and he was only 43. And he, he, he'd been tracking his heart and making sure he was, he was healthy. And, and he knew he had, he knew he had some cholesterol issues, but it just, just got it. It, it was something that he thought was under control and it, it was just his time, but it shook me. And, and as many of you know, my dad died when he was 43. So here I have these two men that I really love, my father, obviously, and then my brother-in-law, Ronnie, I love dearly. And they both die at 43. And it, it made me truly uh, contemplate what I have and what I'm throwing away. And that was my health. And it was not just my physical health. It was, it was influencing every area of my life, including, including a lot of mental shame and the way that I saw myself, the way I spoke to myself, the way I treated myself and my mind. And sadly, human beings, when we, when we are so unforgiving with ourselves, that will, that will get out to those that we love. In fact, it's not just unforgiving. It's not just lack of forgiveness. However we treat ourselves, it's a principle I believe in, however we treat ourselves, we will treat others. That's just the way it is. So how we treat ourselves is how we will treat others, especially those closest to us. So here, I, I just, the, my relationships were suffering and I had to change. And so I joined this, this, uh, I, I joined this group of men and this online, this online forum that allowed to just do some group therapy and, and it was really awesome. And uh, I did a couple of them, uh, more than a couple, but I liked it. And, and then along came this other program that my buddy had done and, and, uh, it's called superhuman fathers and Kyle Carnahan is the, the founder of it. Ryan Carnahan is his brother. He's another, he's another part of it. And, and props to them, you know, props to them. They are these California, California surfer bros that I love. And they, uh, they have their own program that, that inspired me to start motive men as well. And that was where the fitness began. And so over the course of a year, I started to super discipline myself with food and nutrition and, and proceeded to lose 42 pounds and get myself into the best shape that I've been in since I played college baseball, if not even better, I would say. And, I, and I'm so grateful to have gone through that now because I've learned such important lessons that have changed me as a person. And one of the, one of the most, most important lessons I've learned is that of self-sabotage or let's, or we can, we can call it self-deception. So as you, as you think of, I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase, but self-sabotage or self-deception, think of this, you, each of you has the light of Christ, each of you has a conscience. And so when you, when you are living your daily life, you will have a thought to do something. And, and that, 
that quick thought is usually the, the, the first one usually good a lot of the time. So let's just say you're walking down a hallway and you see a piece of trash in your mind and, and, and you have this quick thought of, I should pick that up. And then you don't. The moment you don't is called self-betrayal because you, the, the authentic you, already would, it would have picked up the trash. And the ego you, if you will, not that there's two yous, but this, this prideful side, this, this, this lack of, uh, this, this protected self of yours said no. And so you don't. And those decisions add up over time. And this self-betrayal, I'm telling you, this self-betrayal is insidious. Insidious is, this de- is defined as something that's secretly and slowly and quietly breaking you down, if you will. It's this, it's like a parasite. It, you don't even know it's there, but man, it's doing its stuff. And so most of, most of the reasons that people's lives aren't where they're supposed to be, I'll just say this, the reason that your life isn't where you really want it, isn't because you lack skills, isn't because you lack money, or isn't because you lack resources or help, or it's not because you're so afraid. Those are, those are there. But the biggest part is your mind and your, self, your self-betrayal, the excuses that you have created that you now have used so many times that you've forgotten that they are actually excuses for you. And this became super evident for me because I, what we would do is we would take a picture of our eating every single night, a screenshot, and we'd post it for accountability. And for a while, I realized how much I was fudging my numbers. I was making them look, because there were certain percentages I was trying to hit every day of my fats and my carbs and my, my protein. And, and if, my, if they weren't perfect, then I felt my, I, would, I would fudge them sometimes or I would minimize what I ate and... Then I would, I would call my trainer and be like, Ryan, I'm just, I'm losing weight, but not really. I'm kind of frustrated. And one of the best things he ever said when he yelled at me and he's like, are you tracking everything that's going through your mouth? I'm like, yeah, I am. And he, are you being honest about it? Yeah, yeah, totally. And then I knew, no, I'm not. I'm preserving my ego. I'm trying to save face. I'm trying not to be honest that I struggle, that, I, that I'm justifying myself in these things. And that principle then erupted into my life, into all other spheres. And I am not even close to where I want to be with it yet. However, the principle of fasting, of eating, using food, which is what we do with Motive Men, and using using uh, fitness, but mostly food, as a discipline and as an opportunity to sh- flip yourself inside out and to and to really show your show who you are inside, is with with such such, uh, such a simple thing as food, it works. It works, and and I think if you look at your life right now, look into look into some of the things you keep struggling with. What are some of the behaviors you just wish you could change? And in what ways are you not being honest with yourself that you need to be? And on the flip side, in what ways are you betraying? And if you just thought about today, I don't know where you are listening to this right now, but 
in what ways have you already betrayed yourself today? What, what little prompts have you had to do? And, you know, on the spiritual side, so many people, I, I don't know, you know, I, I feel like I don't feel the Holy Ghost. They say that all the time. I'm here to tell you that I, I don't, the, the Holy Ghost is felt most of the time after you have followed what he had you to think. So when you follow, when you follow an inspired thought, which picking up a piece of trash, do you realize that's an, that's an inspired thought? Is it good? Yes, it is good. Does it make the world better? Yeah. Therefore, it is of Christ. And therefore, it is of the Holy Ghost. And therefore, you are one and the same in that moment. When you honor that, then afterward, you will have an assurance come to you every time. And guess what that assurance is called? Confidence. And how many times in your life have you said, I wish I was more confident? I wish I was more confident. And if I said, well, how do you do it? You might not know the answer. And I'm telling you right now, that's the answer. Honoring your word, honoring your mind, honoring the Lord's mind that's, that's, that's in you actually already that you don't have to be perfect to have, that you don't have to, you don't have to be this amazing saint. Those, those thoughts are there. Now, I just had this thought come to my mind. It's Christmas season. And one of the biggest self-betrayals that's going to happen right now in many of your lives is your temptation to not forgive the people that you are going to be around these holiday seasons. The holiday seasons are great and they also really, really stink for people. They are really hard. Why? Because it's expected to come together culturally. And so coming together naturally makes the status of the relationship honest and real and seen. So all this avoidance that you've had possibly for a long time of maybe not speaking to someone, not talking to somebody, having whatever boundaries that, no, we need to go on. We need to talk about that too. Like boundaries, holy crap. Um, but that, that you've had now, guess what? What are you gonna do Christmas Eve? When mother-in-law invites you guys over, when uncle invites you guys over, when grandma, grandpa, whomever it is where you, you can't forgive. You won't. And even though that little voice inside of you is saying, do. And I know, I know that your fear is, well, if I forgive, they'll walk all over me. Or if I forgive, I... It's it just going to say that it's okay. And I want you to be very careful because in my, word, in my life, that's what I call playing God. You being their justice of punishment through the removal of your love will only hurt you. Already is, actually. I promise. I've been there many times. 
the other self-betrayal is to see somebody as less than human. So anytime you allow yourself to box somebody, to put somebody in a simple box of, and that usually is, you can see where you do it when you just say, oh, they're just, they're just an idiot. They're just crazy. They're just, they're just a jerk. It goes on and on. That's betrayal because they're not. To see people and to choose to see people as human is one of the greatest gifts you can give anybody. And, and I hope that in your time in these, in these coming holidays that you can do the work that's needed to honor, to honor the, 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 the side of you that so wants to be at peace and to gain the confidence of yourself instead of just setting up boundaries that don't give you as much confidence, how about you start boundarying yourself? Boundary your betrayal. Before you sit, the, sit here and create all these limits with everybody else around you, attempting to control them, how about, you, how about you focus first on yourself, on learning how to boundary yourself with your moral code? With the moral code, by the way, that says forgiveness is required 70 times seven. It is on us to forgive. And that forgiveness will give you all the hope in the world. It'll change you. And whatever it is that you've got to go through to figure out how to forgive will change you for the great, in the greatest way. I promise. So that was a little side note. I want to go back to confidence too. Right, because motive men and therapy, motive in general, motive the therapy practice and motive men, the program we have, it is it is so much it is so much focused on helping others to gain that confidence. The problem is, are you going to honor your word outside of outside of therapy, outside of accountability? So again, the, what's the equation if you want confidence? Start doing what your word, what your mind is, is prompting you to do. And I, I, I promise the more you honor, the more that you realize that your self-hate has more to do with denying those things than anything, the more freedom you'll have. I... So going back to my story, after having had this experience, I, in my life, I've always wanted to help. My motive is liberate the captive. And what I've always wanted to help men do is to overcome pornography. But I also knew that I, I didn't want to create a program that was called like a, a pornography recovery program because I feel like men want to be part of something bigger. And there's a lot of shame involved as well. And so motive, motive men is this opportunity for men to, to not, it's not, it's not a pornography recovery program, but will it, will you recover? Yeah. Do we have, do I have a, I have a liberation program for it. That's what I call it as a liberation program. I have all the tools that you would ever need for it, but it's way beyond that. But just know that you, one of the reasons that that human beings, but in this, in this case, men stay stuck 
is because going without something isn't if you aren't if you aren't on the backside developing the muscle of discipline then all you're doing is going without and don't don't get me wrong going without like going out going out going without pornography is that's that's tough but if in the meantime you're not building the muscle to to grow stronger to grow more confident to love yourself we talked about that last night in group then then all you're doing is preventing relapse but if the question was asked, okay, well, if 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 pornography or, or your addiction or your problem was taken away from you today, if you knew it was just going to be gone, God was just going to take it away from you, the question is, what would be your purpose tomorrow? What would be your focus? And most most people, if you took away all of your think about this, right? If 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 God just said, Okay, I'm going to take away all of your problems tomorrow. What would be your focus? What would be your purpose? And I'm here to tell you that most people don't know. Most people have have been we we get so focused into fixing our issues that fixing our issues literally becomes our purpose. So without issues, we have no purpose. Which is a psychological dilemma because it it's going to I'm going to need issues to stay purposeful. So why would, why would I give up issues? So to take the leap of faith to say, I have, I have a purpose that I can fulfill despite issues. And, and the reason that these issues, I, I need to turn away from them is so that I can fulfill my purpose. That's the focus. That's how it works. And so that's what we're doing. And that's what our program is built for. And that's why we say commit for a year. And so I wanted to let any females that are listening to the podcast know that we are also uh, starting. Uh, so it's not a start, but we're adding into the program uh, a, a maybe twice a month or so for the women to meet together as a in a in a group on Zoom. I'm not gonna. It's not. I hate to call it a support group because it's 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 really. I just want you. I want females to have. So any wife of a motive man can have uh, connection as well. So we're throwing that in as well. So I hope this uh, didn't just feel like an entire business pitch for a podcast. I wasn't trying to do that per se. I definitely wanted to get out there what Motive Men is a little bit more. However, I, I do feel compelled to to really, again, kick this horse really deep into the mud that self-betrayal is, is really, really hurting you. And that if you'll follow, if you can just do a little bit today of following your prompts, you'll see your confidence rise with every obedience to those things. And that confidence will drive you in your connection. It'll drive you in all facets of your life. I promise that they'll just get better because the person you that's showing up has light. It's just in a better place. So thank you for listening. And we will we'll talk to you on the next podcast.